Worlds collide. Once again, with another stirring edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Today will be a somewhat supersized edition as we have to cover two specials slash pay-per-views. In addition to our usual weekly coverage, we will be covering uh, Win World's Clyde that comes up tonight. And, of course, we have to cover the Royal Rumble uh, that airs tomorrow. Now, Elio, I don't, I don't know about you, but I am not incredibly encouraged about this year's Royal Rumble as we barely know anyone or anything about the actual uh, participants in the match. Um, and I'm just, I'm not impressed by the overall card. Let's say you on the subject. Ooh, this card. I don't know. I mean, um, I I usually watch it with a friend of mine. Like, we just uh, have fun. We make our, our predictions. Uh, so I sent her the lineup, and I really don't know what to say. Some of these matches. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Are we having a wrestling match with those headphones? Uh, yes, yes, we are. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're. Uh, I was. I was having my own uh, Royal Rumble pre-show. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, well, actually, actually, uh, since it's since it's Saturday, I guess we can call it a uh, Wins World Clyde uh, pre-show. And I, I have to tell you, I, I'm I'm more excited about uh, win win world's Clyde than I am the uh, Royal Rumble. That, that 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 has like five matches, I believe, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that and that's the typical uh, setup for like the NXT specials, right? Uh, the takeover. So um, so I, that's what I'm that's what I'm expecting to come out of this, especially. Especially when you look at the talent that's on the show, so I'm right. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um. So with that being said, let's give our viewers something to be excited about and jump right into our weekly review. And ahead of time, I have to I have to apologize to the viewers or to the listeners. I'm so sorry, but we must begin with Monday Night Raw. Oh, and I, no. <laughs> I, I know that is so incredibly disappointing. I understand. But I, you know, it's just as, as somewhat fair and, um, you know, responsible podcasters, that's what we must do. So let's forge ahead. All right, let's. So, first of all, we are, we are forced to stomach the Monday Night Messiah... 
God, I hate that nickname. It's so stupid. Jesus. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, so any, anyway, I'm I'm sorry. What was was my opi- was my opinion showing? Um. So Seth and the um the AOP and Buddy Murphy show up. And he and Seth Rollins is wearing his new Monday Night Messiah T-shirt, which is his face. Okay, is, is it just me or is that T-shirt terrible? I think it is. It's, it, it's, I don't it's, like it. it. Is terrible. Like okay, yeah. I, we're not 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 like I'm not like a really hardcore religious uh, person, but. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone, if someone who was were to see that T-shirt? Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely they they would have a problem. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, because if 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 any of you have not seen the shirt, which means you must not have watched Monday Night Raw, which means. Which you're means actually, you're probably better than us, yeah, because you have a life. <laughs> you're you're actually intelligent, and and the reason why uh, we are uh, are forced to watch weekly WWE television at this point is because of uh, this podcast. And as I've said in previous weeks, I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that if if this podcast did not exist. Then neither one of us would ever watch Monday Night Raw or SmackDown again. We 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 watch the other wrestling. Damn it! I mean, and and there's plenty of it to go around. But I mean, good lord. So any anyway, as soon as I got over the fact that I had to that I had to deal with Seth Rollins' face against um against stained glass as if he were the uh, second coming of Christ on a t-shirt. So he's, he says that without the fans, there is no no Monday Night Messiah. And he, he goes on and cuts this, you know, I guess what would have been a face promo if we, if we didn't know he was a heel. But then again, he's just being an asshole. Uh, Actually, then, I, I would like to know who, who, whose idea, who came up with that one, Monday Night Messiah. I don't know, but it, it's, it's. I bet you Vince heard that, and he was, and he had this big smile on his face. And he probably was like, "That's good shit, pal." <laughs> Idiot. Me, meanwhile, if if I didn't have so much respect for my Mountain Dew, I would have tossed it at the screen in disgust. But any, anyway, um, so he um, he goes and, and talks about his new disciple, Buddy Murphy, and says that he has chosen the right side of history. He says that it's time for the locker room to make a choice and that you're either with them or against them. God, that's such an original line. Uh, where have I heard that before? The first two billion times in my 31 years of living. Um, let's see. So then we have Kevin Owens arriving with Samoa Joe, and Kevin says Seth talks too much, which I 100% agree with. Yep. Um, and he goes, Samoa Joe, and I, I had to laugh at this one because... 
part of me found it entertaining, but part of me was was uh, kind of uh, wincing too because it's just I can't remember the last time I heard someone refer to another human being as an asshat. And I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just not <laughs> sure. That had to have been in the Attitude Era. Yeah, I'm just not sure if uh, if that um, if that's a proper insult for for um, a 31 year old to hear, but 15 year old me would have found that entertaining. The 31 year old version, not so much. Okay. So uh, that was um, that was that pr- uh, promo. Other than the, than the fact that. Um, you know, uh, Joe and, um, Joe and Owens fought back up, the Viking Raiders arrive, and that seemingly sets up our main event. Um, let's see. And then next up, we, we have a U.S. title ladder match between Andrade and Rey Mysterio, of course, with uh, Selena Vega at ringside. And I have to tell you, I, um, God damn it, there go my headphones again. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a wrestling match right here on the podcast, live. Yeah. Yes, it it's, is, it's it all is, going. Hold ben, on, ben, I'm going to fix it, it right is, now. Ben so it's Pierce now. having a having a match with his headphones. And uh, look at the spiffy new haircut that you got. Yes, yeah, despite my my hat hair, it's somewhat reduced because I uh, I now have short hair and I no longer look like a fucking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I no I no longer look like a, like a fucking hair model, and and if if that's a if that's a weird description, believe it or not, there are hair models that exist. So I'm not just making weird shit up. But anyway, anyway, Elio, if you'll allow me to get back to business, please. Um. So this was actually a very physical uh, ladder match. I was actually quite surprised. Um, uh, right off the bat, Andrade grabs a ladder and uh, Ray drive kicks it into his face. Um, Ray goes in for the attack but gets cut off and, and slammed into the barricade. Um, skip skip forward a little bit because I don't want to go over every move. Um, at, at one at one point, Ray goes for a Hurricanrana, and I swear to God, I thought uh, I thought Andrade was gonna break his neck because his his neck made contact with the ladder. I can only assume they missed. I can only assume that the. Uh, that the intent was to Hurricane Ron him onto the ladder and then follow up with something to break the ladder. Um, but it, it, it didn't turn out that way. And, hit, and, and I thought Andrade was going to be significantly hurt. Um, I, I think I read something about um, Ray throwing, uh, concerning the idea of a hair versus mask match at WrestleMania. 
Uh, yeah, I, I heard that too. And um, it was um, further reported on uh, this, this this morning because that's, that's the last time I saw that on our trusty dirt sheets that we no longer work for. Yep. Um, because we have we have too much uh, respect for this business to do that. Any, yep. a- anyway, um, so then uh, let's let's see where was I? Oh 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 yes, Mister, you're still Mister Andrade. No, I'm, 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 I was trying to figure out where I was in, in terms of the match. So, um, okay. So after Andrade almost breaks his neck, uh, he somehow collects himself and picks up Ray into a gory bomb attempt, but then Ray hits a half-ass uh, sunset uh, flip into the ladder bridge that they had set up. Um, I, I, I gotta tell you this. I mean, this was this was done well, but I just you know certain aspects of this match were just absolutely brutal looking, um, because um, because at at one point after his six one nine, Andrade. Sp- got um, dropped to the floor and I I swear to God, I thought for the second time in the match, he was uh, significantly injured. So then Ray attempts to get, um, to go for the belt um, and gets uh, pulled down, which, which again, looked like a serious injury. So then as he's continuing to fight off Andrade, he goes for the belt again, but Vega is on top of the ladder and stops him. Uh, <coughs> he slaps Ray, um, and then uh, Ray gets a DDT from Andrade through, uh, through the ladder bridge, which absolutely shocked uh, Selena. And uh, and Andrade ret- retains. Now, I I really enjoyed the actual match. I really I really felt like it was it was less about doing stuff for shock value and more more about intensity as it relates to capturing the U.S. Championship, which is some which is something that uh, that the belt. Clearly needs because I'll will t- tell you what these mid card titles in WWE have continually been treated like absolute dog shit for years. Um, well, the the US Championship meant uh, a lot more back uh, like in the early two thousands around the WCW period as well. Well, ab- absolutely. Now, now um, they now they just make it another joke. Well, yeah, I mean the the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships are are complete jokes. Do you, and, do you know? Do you know that? Uh, the other day, I momentarily forgot who the Intercontinental and the Intercontinental Champion even was until I looked up Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm like, yeah, damn! And, I forgot that he even was. I had the championship <laughs> still. 
Well, yeah, and, and, I, and I almost forgot that the championship has been redesigned. But, of course, we wouldn't know that because we've, we've hardly ever seen uh, Shinsuke since he won the championship. <laughs> so, and, and, but despite my, um, despite my uh, impression of the actual match, which was very good, um, I really felt that the excessive use of commercials was just terrible. Yeah. Um, through, through this match, which just really hurt it, to tell you the truth. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't get the point in having six minutes of commercials with three separate breaks uh, in, in the middle of one match. I, I don't get it. But anyway, uh, moving on, Alistair Black got to kill another jobber with it with a huge uh, black mask kick, which is what I wanted to do to the TV when they kept uh, running these commercials through a ladder match. Now, um, normally I would do the indie spotlight segment, but I'm not going to do it this week because I already looked this guy up and there's really nothing but this one appearance. Well... So, uh, once again, we will uh, save some time on today's show, which I think is a good thing, considering how much we, we have to cover. Not, not, not that I don't enjoy your normal indie spotlight, but hopefully that'll uh, come back next week. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, up next, we had uh, the, uh, the usual Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman segment. Ugh. Um, his his suit was just terrible. Oh, was this uh um when uh, Rick Shea was in the ring and uh, he cut a promo and Lesnar Lesnar laid him out? Yes. And, <laughs> and if it, I gotta tell you, I'm glad you brought that up because I I can get to this part um faster now. So thank you. Right. Um, but they made Ricochet look like a complete ass. In yeah. this statement, they made him look so pathetic. It was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. And you know what? Now uh, I know. Now I know why Brock doesn't never uh, <laughs> talk. So cuts promos. Did you see when he said "not scared"? He sounded like a girl. Yeah, well, Brock can't. Uh, well, Brock can't talk very well. Period. So that's why. No, we have... no, I'm saying that's why. Now I know why he can't. Right. He never talks. He sounds like a woman when he talks. Say, <laughs> like, not scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, not me. So if Brock hears this, he can fly up to Toronto <laughs> and, and, and whoop your hey, ass and hey, all. You, you, he only has to fly a few provinces over. Oh shit! There you go, because he lives in Saskatchewan. There, there you go. Um, but I, I gotta tell you, this whole ricochet involvement just was just terrible. Um, I, I, I have a question. What, what was that? What was the point of that segment? Like, uh, what, what was that? Well, I was oh. trying to say that he's not scared of, of um. Chasing Brock, you know, inside the Royal Rumble match. 
I just, uh, it just didn't, this whole segment didn't work for me. Basically, it was just a waste of time. Exactly. And and Paul Heyman's delivery was was great, but his his suit was terrible, and 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 the rest of the segment I thought was terrible. I was I was kind of hoping they'd bring our truth back for a redo of the previous week's segments because you know, I, I, I was, don't get his suits. His suits look so weird. They all they all look the same. <laughs> well, but but the one the one from this week was especially colorful. Okay. Um, so that's what you, you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just please. Um, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm saying I saw, I saw. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, so next up we have uh, Becky Lynch versus Kyrie Zane. Oh, before that, there was one match. Before that, oh. it was Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Okay, my my bad. I, I scrolled down. I scrolled down too far. Oh, <laughs> my my bad. Just just blame my, blame my finger. Um, so yes, Drew McIntyre went one on one with Randy Orton. Um, I didn't have an issue. I didn't have an issue uh, with this match. Of course, of course, I was happy Drew McIntyre won. Um, but clear, uh, clearly, they're just building to something. Uh, probably at the Rumble, but I, I, I don't know uh, what it is. Uh, plus, it was really confusing because after after the match, um, Orton saved Drew from the OC, the OC, and then RKO Drew, which which then Drew. Recovered from, got a mic and says that he should have he should have cleaned Ward Orton into oblivion. Um, so I can already tell you what's gonna happen. So, so I I think I think pretty much that McIntyre is going to eliminate uh, Orton from the Rumble. That's where, that's where I think this is heading to. He's gonna deliver. He's gonna claim more kick Orton over the top rope. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean that's that's not hard to figure out. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then uh, n- next up we have um, Becky Lynch arriving for a promo. She says that she did a favor for. Uh, she said that Oscar did her a favor last year or uh, last week in uh, in missing her. Got. Don't don't call it that. That sound weird. But anyway, um, she she revisits the fact that Asuka beat her last year, um, but Lynch won the main event of Mania while Asuka went on to YouTube to make soup. Um, as you can imagine, I I did not, I I did not bother to go on to YouTube and check the validity of those claims, but we can just move on. <laughs> so this promo led to a non-title match between Lynch and Kyrie Zane with Asuka at ringside. Um, I just I wasn't really a, a big fan of the match, but. I suppose it was a fine setup going into their title match at the Royal Rumble. 
um, which at this rate, um, this is setting up to be the best match on the show because, like I said, I'm, I'm, there's nothing about the Royal Rumble uh, right now that jumps off the page at me as being, oh my God, must see. So this might uh, steal the show for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up after that, we had the surprise of the evening, in my opinion, uh, as the Viking Raiders failed to defend their belts against Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, and we now have new tag team champions. Yes, who was surprising? Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Um, I mean, it, it's it's somewhat it's somewhat logical, but I would have I would have preferred um, the AOP winning the belt, and then uh, and then maybe uh, maybe uh, Buddy Murphy gets a chance to prove himself with this new faction. And then wins a singles title down the line. That that's how I would have done it. But well, it would um, make more sense. It would make more sense to put uh, the belts on an actual team instead of putting a like, team together of two guys who are actually singles wrestlers. Well, yeah, and, but but then then again, that that would that would mean. Um, Using logic, which, as we've pointed out on numerous occasions, uh, WWE fails to do so. They're not very bright, are they? I just, well, I, <clears throat> I think it's very clear that the man that signs the check, Vince McMahon, isn't very bright at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, th- I think he, uh, I think he had a bad week in terms of making himself look like a complete asshole. Uh, especially at uh, Rocky Johnson's funeral, which as soon as I read that, I was like, oh my god, just go the fuck yep. away. Yep. And, and I can be blunt like that because, quite frankly, I have no designs on working for WWE in the future, so I don't really care. <laughs> uh, but any, anyway, so then we have uh, the... New champions as the Monday Night Messiah captures the tag team championship. Oh my god! But at least it was semi logical. But like I said, I would have preferred um, this going to. I would have preferred the belts going to an established tag team. And I hate the fact that the Viking Raiders were just thrown away because I think they could have done something really special. Um, with their tag team reign, but then again, during the reign, they beat absolutely nobody. And despite the fact that they they were the first ever team to win the ROH tag titles, the NXT tag titles, and the Raw tag titles, that doesn't mean anything. So on we go. And I'm not saying it shouldn't mean anything. I'm I'm saying that should have been very highlighted um, throughout their reign, but apparently WWE forgot about that. But, but then again, I digress, and I, I think maybe I'm just bitching too much for this one singer. But anyway, uh, speaking speaking of something that I like to bitch about, oh, 
we get the Street Profits doing an SNL gimmick. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> Kill me now. Kill me now. I can't believe the Street Profits. The street, how long have the Street Profits been on Raw? I don't know, but they're, they're, and they're, so, they're still doing these backstage segments. They are so unimportant and so boring to watch, which is so sad for them because in NXT, now I don't know if you would remember this, but they were actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I know. I saw, uh, I, I've seen them. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm being facetious because, of, of course, yeah. in, in, in NXT, ladies and gentlemen, uh, these guys were absolutely amazing. Well, because I never I never really uh, watched it, but like I the first time I did see them was on uh, I think an NXT Takeover. Well, you you really need to start watching NXT weekly television because if oh, no, you're not, I, I do I do I do now. I'm saying when I before I didn't watch it regularly, but now I watch it every week. Okay, well, I'm I'm proud of you. At least you you fixed that uh, <laughs> gr- gr- gratuitous error uh, of of your ways. Okay. <laughs> it was it was just oh my god. I just ugh. Anyway, moving on. As as the as the bile settles back into my throat. Um, we get Eric Rowan squashing Matt Hardy. Oh my freaking god! And and I and I don't have to for once. I don't have to do an indie spotlight segment on Eric Rowan's opponent. <laughs> thank, thank, thank God! But but still, the way Matt Hardy is being treated, I just what what the fuck oh, are they is, doing? Is he on his way out? I hope so because he deserves so much better than this. Because uh, that's who he was, uh, like, he's been sending out, like, cryptic messages about, about like, the beginning of March uh, as uh, the date that his contract is done. Yeah, March 1st, I believe. Okay. Which, if, if, he, if he resigns, which I don't think he will, but if he does, that's his own fault. No, there's been a talk that he might end up in AEW. Apparently, they were talking that he could be the higher power in the Dark Order or something. Well, I hope I, not. I, well, I, I hope that that isn't the case. But even that would be better than what he's doing now. Yeah. Because the way that they're treating him is just absolutely criminal. Hey, maybe, maybe he might make the Dark Order a little bit better because I, his broken character is so entertaining. Well, I'll tell you, the Dark Order gimmick is just... It's its um, its unwatchable to me. But... Uh, th- That's this why is, Matt Hardy would make it uh, watchable somewhat. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if... But then again, I don't know if I would... Clute the broken universe with the dark order, but anyway, um, that's just me. <laughs> so, so then, after I after I just recovered from my eye rolling, and I just captured, uh, you know, c- captured them again, and, and got got them back in working order. I was subjected to. Rusev and Liv Morgan versus Lashley and Lana, and if it's okay, more eye rolling. 
Because, you know, the majority of this show is just bullshit. Because right, yes. right before I, I chose to go to, uh, to pass this, just, just to, um, just to spare you, but since you said what eye rolling, allow me to explain. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know, I said more eye rolling. Right, because right before this, yeah. yep, it, it was okay. It was just terrible. So I, my apologies. I, I misunderstood you, but uh, oh my god, this, the fact that this match even occurred. And the fact that this feud must continue. If it's not over after the Royal Rumble, I'm, I'm going to cry. I, I really am. Well, I'm going to cry. Well, actually, you're going to cry because uh, there's a match that's... There's already a <laughs> match on Monday night between Lana and Liv Morgan with a Rusev and Lashley banned from ringside. Oh, fuck these things. <laughs> 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 Why did you tell me that? Now, now I'm gonna have now I'm gonna have nightmares before and after Monday night. Thank you. Oh, this is this is just absolutely atrocious. Well, it's only one match. You know, you don't know how that rest of the show is gonna be. It might not be as bad just because one of one match. Well, any, well, anything associated with this Lana Lashley Rusev, you know, whatever the fuck, yeah, you know, uh, storyline is just—it makes me nauseous. Yeah, I'm entertained by Otis and Mandy Rose's storyline. Well, yeah, because that's that's actually comedy. This is not comedy. This is this is like watching a car crash. Yep. It's like watching an eighteen in eighteen tractor trailers in the middle of of I eighty three in 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 my state. I just what the fuck is going on? <sighs> but any, anyway, um, I think I think I I think I've lost enough brain cells doing this for you. Uh, but so we'll we'll move on to the next show in our lineup, and that is um, AEW. Okay. This week's edition of AEW came to us. Uh, well, it, it wasn't live like, because they taped it from. The Bahamas aboard the Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, hosted by Chris Jericho. And apparently, the phone lines are ringing off the hook of fans of ours who want to discuss this. But unfortunately, uh, we don't. We don't. Ex- we don't accept solicitations. So on we go with our view. Um. So uh, the the evening kicked off with an AEW World Tag Team Title match with SCU defending and losing their championships to Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, and I believe uh, Elio that we can agree that this storyline is going to lead to the. Adam Page heel turn. But uh, when will that be? 
though, because how many weeks have Dean been uh, teasing us with this? Well, well, I I don't know, but uh, I'll tell I'll tell you one thing. I definitely want want to see it unfold because it's it's been entertaining to me. Yeah. Um. So this was this was a really good match. Um. And uh, I I encourage anyone to go back and take a look at it. And then. Um, Miss Darby Allen, Priscilla Kelly. What the hell? Why? Hang on, buddy. See, we we again we have more fans wanting to call in and uh, complain about <clears throat> the state of wrestling today and. Yeah, yes, and yes, and I, I don't blame them, especially going into our uh, our our next match with um with the AEW debut of Miss Darby Allen, uh, Priscilla Kelly. Now, don't get it twisted because I actually thoroughly enjoy uh, Priscilla Kelly's work in this match. It's Britt Baker who I have to. Uh, criticized at this point okay. um, because you know I I don't I I mean I I get it but yet I don't really because you know we're now I, I believe we're 13 or 14 weeks in on um, you know AEW's uh, TV deal and since week one they've been trying to uh to feature uh, Britt Baker as the cornerstone of the women's division. And even though she has the look and she can certainly um, work on the mic, as we, as we saw um, with her um, post-match promo with Tony Schiavone, in the ring, she is absolutely brutal to watch. Yep. It's, it's brutal. I can't. I can't it's just, it's like, wow. Um, so she, um, so apparently they're trying now to push her as a heel, but I'm not sure how that's going to work if she can't back that up in the ring. Um, I, so I'm not, I am the furthest thing from sold on Britt Baker. You know, and, the the one uh, problem I have with that was they uh, she uh, was on the mic at the end doing her promo, and they right. went into commercial while she was still in the ring talking. I really hate the picture in picture thing. Yeah, they, they they should they should just cut that. I absolutely agree. And the only exception to that rule I would say is if you're gonna do that. Uh, make sure Sammy Guevara is in the ring with his uh, with his cue cards because that's actually pretty fucking funny. But if he's not going to be in the ring, don't do the picture-in-picture picture bullshit. It's distracting. Even on here, like they would do it on with they they would do it with SmackDown. I don't know if they still do it because I watch SmackDown on TV now. We, uh, yeah, they do do it, and it's just oh, goddamn. Um, but anyway. 
Um, so then after after the weekly women's debacle is over, yeah. um, we actually got something very entertaining because as Jericho was entering for his match alongside the Inner Circle versus the Jurassic Express, the, the crowd was singing along to uh, Judas uh, as Jericho was making his way to the ring. So I found that extremely entertaining. And I, I was just, I, at that point, I was laughing my ass off and singing along at the same time. Um, <laughs> I bet you were playing your air guitar too. Well, yes, I, I I was to be honest with you, and um, which which is really a sight to see because I only have one functioning hand. So uh, my my air guitar or my gimp guitar is uh, <coughs> quite entertaining. Okay. Um. But anyway, I I digress from my 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 self appreciation. Oh, okay. Uh, so the inner circle obviously went on to defeat Jurassic Express in 14 minutes and 20 seconds. I loved this match. I thought it was really good. Uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are the standouts for me. Um, no, I, I, I thought, I thought uh, Jurassic Express could have won had a... Luchasaurus had not gone after uh, Jake Hager and chased him to the back. Yeah, well, you know, and the thing is, right, so the, the thing for me is, like, I get Jake Hager, like, he's the heavy, but, like... Yeah, it, you know, we haven't seen him in the ring yet, though. Right, but, but that's, be, that's because of his Bellator stuff, so, you know, oh. I... Okay. If he's... If he's only gonna have uh, like one foot in the door at AEW, I'm not really seeing the point. Okay. Um, but that's just, I could I could be wrong about that, but I, that's just my opinion. Oh, so um, so so he's not uh, he can't really compete yet. Well, well, that was my that was what was told to me uh, back right before he had his his. Uh, last fight. Now, when he's actually preparing for a fight, I understand that he, it's not the best idea for him to risk injury by getting in the ring. But right. uh, when he's not fighting, I'm not sure why why he can't. Oh, but okay. All right. I, I, that was just my understanding. Okay. Um, so um, post match, we get um, MJF in the ring. Uh, he is minus. Wardlow uh, this week, um, so um, so it would seem that Cody has an opportunity to air his grievances. But I as, want to have um, a, hold on, hold on, I have a question. What do you think of this Wardlow character? I I don't I don't know. I would I would have to see him in the ring because um so so far his character hasn't done shit but stand there. So I'm okay. um, yeah. all right. Um, Okay. I'm not really sure, but um, good question though. Um, so he he reminds Cody that um, he can't touch he can't touch him via um, the stipulations that were were laid down uh, previously. But um, 
Cody says that he's he's exactly right. He can't touch him, but that doesn't mean that, that somebody else can't. And then um, the uh, the young bucks commence to sneaking up behind him uh, while telling the uh, the crowd to shush. And then um, then MJF gets tossed in the pool. Um, be, now, uh, did, 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 you, did you catch what Jim Ross said? Uh, no, remind me what he said. This guy, okay, some of the garbage that comes out of this guy's mouth. He's like, when the Young Bucks hit the Super Bowl, he's like, the Young Bucks deliver sweet chin music to MJF. Yeah, well, it, it's it's not sweet chin music. It's it's super hit party. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to hear sweet chin music when it's not Shawn Michaels. Shut the fuck up. I know, <laughs> Jim Ross. Will he just go away? No, I mean I have a lot of respect for Jim Ross. You know, I, I some of the things that he said. Still. But still, that one was eye rolling. So yeah. uh, after. Uh, um, but before this, uh, before this encounter with Cody, MJF actually wrestled and beat uh, Joey Janela. I'm not sold on Joey Janela, but anyway. No, neither am I. Uh, the um, the main event was um, Pack versus John Moxley uh, to see who who was going to be the number one contender for. Uh, Jericho's championship at Rebellion. Now, for me, uh, this match was was good, but the um, the result was all but a foregone conclusion because, in my book, you, you knew John Moxley was going to be the challenger. Yeah. Um, but uh, so throughout the match, um, Pack is working on the injured eye of. John Moxley, because remember, um, uh, the previous week, um, Jericho had taken one of the spikes from his jacket and quote unquote driven it into the eyeball of John Moxley. Which actually, if he had done that, John Moxley wouldn't have an eyeball. Um, so it's just one of it's just one of the, it's just one of those things that I laugh at when it when it comes to uh, the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Uh, when when it comes to professional wrestling, but on we go. Um, so this was this was a really um, good match. Once again, I thought um, Pack had a had a really good showing. And aren't you uh, on a, on a sidebar? Aren't you impressed that I'm calling him Pac rather than rather than Pac? Like I like I always want to. I don't get that Pac thing. What the fuck? Neither do I. I you know what? I just call him Neville. I don't care. But but anyway, um, good good match, and I I really I really like um, Pac as a heel. Um, and the ba- the bastard and how he worked the um, the eye injury. I thought that was very nice, but it was it was clearly the right decision to have um, Moxley win. Now 
Um, to me, he is a miserable bastard, though. What? Just in terms of a character, or are you are you saying you think he's miserable? Period. No, I'm saying his character. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so overall, I thought this was one of, if not the best. Uh, AEW offering thus far. I really, I really did enjoy this show. Okay. Um, so, with that, I will toss it over to you for the other half of the Wednesday Night War. NXT, NXT from Full Sail. Actually, before the event, we had two dark matches that uh, we had a Mustache Mountain. <laughs> Defeating Brendan Vink and Kona Reeves. Now, have you seen have you seen Kona Reeves? Yes. What do you think of this guy? I mean, he 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 looks like a million bucks. I mean, I so I'm not sure why he gets buried. I'm guessing his um his uh, development isn't moving um along. I want to see uh, more from this guy before because right now I'm not seeing it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm in the same boat, so I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Then we had Cameron Grimes defeating Baba Tunde in the second dark match. Not sure who this guy is, but yeah, Cameron Grimes. Baba Tunde sounds like sounds like an extra from Star Wars. What the hell? I'm serious. That's the name, sir. Yeah, I'm yeah. just re- I'm just reporting the facts, sir. Good good Lord, no, I'm not arguing with you. I'm I'm just. I'm just commentating. Then, then in the opening match of NXT, we had the Grizzled Young Veterans defeating the Undisputed Era of Bobby this Fish ma- and Kyle O'Reilly. This match was great. I loved it. Yep. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans. Oh, okay. And, um... Then I really enjoyed the, the next one. Tony Storm defeating Io Shirai by disqualification. Yeah, I, I uh, <coughs> pardon me, um, but yeah, I I agree. Um, I think I think this match was fantastic. Then we had Finn Balor defeating Joaquin Wild. Another fan who wants to talk about NXT. Just calling well, in. Exactly, and um, if if we weren't busy actually recording, I would I would pick up that phone because I would love to have a uh, back and forth about NXT. Um, now, what wa- wa- Joaquin Wild? Listen to the name. Can, 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 do you do you see where they're going with that? Uh, yeah. Joaquin Wild, Joaquin, like okay, it's not uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not at all. Yeah, and right. um, and I think defeated is the wrong word. I think, uh, I think the destroyed would be more. Yeah, well, yeah. The match, the match itself was two minutes. He just Finn Balor destroyed him. Wait, is he Finn Balor or they they call him Prince or something? Uh, no, I heard Finn Balor. Oh, because uh, why why is his graphic say Prince there? I, I didn't see that, so... I no, like, uh, when, when he comes out, you notice uh, his Titantron when he comes out? Oh, no, oh, 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 I'm sorry, because he's he's known as the Prince now. Uh, like oh, the, okay. the Prince Finn Bauer. 
Yeah. Oh, the oh, okay, I understand now. So I was trying to figure out like why his Tony Tron says Prince, then it says Ballard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we had Shayna <laughs> Baszler defeating Shotzi Blackheart by submission. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you knew that was going to happen. So. Yeah. And then we had the Broserweights. What a terrible name. Yeah, well, it is a terrible name, but the match was 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 fantastic. Yeah, I thought. The, the Broserweights defeating Imperium, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Barthel. And in the main event, we have a new North American champion as Keith Lee defeats Roderick Strong. Yeah, um, and, and I thought that was the right move. Yep. So that I, was our... That's our uh, review of NXT. Uh, we are going to take a break, and then we will be back with SmackDown, Worlds Clyde, Royal Rumble, and, of course, The Stain History. And then we will close out the show for the week. Absolutely. To our review of WWE SmackDown for this week. Oh, here we are with SmackDown from the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. And in the opening match, first of all, we begin with a 205 live taping of Mustafa Ali defeating Apollo Crews. Big surprise. Yeah. So so the show opens with the Usos and Roman Reigns defeating Dolph Ziggler, King Corbin, and Robert Roode. And this was this was originally um, advertised as the main event of uh, SmackDown, and I gotta tell you, let me let me scroll down and and get the uh, and and try to get the. the, the time that this took because I okay the, the time that um, that I'm seeing on this site is 25 minutes I yeah um, 25 I minutes. thought I, I thought it went closer to a half hour yeah. it certainly felt like it because this oh my god I just oh my god you know other uh, other than the Usos and the fact that you know, it looked like Jimmy got hurt in the beginning. Yep. Um, but then, of course, it turned out he was just um, selling as he came back uh, in the last bit of the match to make the save. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I'm not interested in four or six of the, the, um, the combatants in this match. And I, um, I actually, you know what, brother? I think for the last four months, there's there's been some variation of this match. Yeah. On SmackDown, being the driving force behind SmackDown, and you know, I actually in preparation for for this show this week, I've been. Um, I've been going around the trusty uh, interweb and looking up different uh, reviews and takes on SmackDown. And I must say, I'm starting to really agree with them when they say that SmackDown has overtaken 
of Monday Night Raw in terms of being the worst show on WWE television. <laughs> I, it has been consistently bad. I mean, uh, you know what? I want to I wanna be the because I watch both shows. I watch Monday Night and I watch Friday. I want to... I want to say that SmackDown is is a better show, but it every week it's just terrible. Not, not right now. It's it, it's no. That's why right. I said it's every atrocious. week. Just, every week it's just terrible. Good I mean, lord! You know, you know how you know it's terrible when uh, you have Mandy Rose and Otis storyline is the most interesting thing on there. Well, uh, well, and just just by the fact that that's the case. That indicates that there's a massive problem with that show. And speaking of Mandy Rose, that leads us to our next match. It's Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. And this one went to a draw and was uh, ruled a no contest. Well, it, it was just, oh my God. Um, so are we going to get the split? What do you think? Before, before, well, I'm hoping because this fire and desire thing, it, there's just something. About, I think it could have been cool, but it's just not work. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm just waiting for the split to happen because Sonya Deville can can go on her own. Uh, yeah, I think I think Sonya Deville is uh, way too good for this. Um, but but I I have to tell you, I think you um. I think you you skipped over a promo if I'm if I'm, I did. Uh, what was that? Well, we got a um, a video package leading into a in, into an interview with uh, with um, uh, Lacey Evans, and I I gotta tell you. Oh, okay. she was going. She was going over, you know, her her father's history with oh with yes abuse and how it led to his death. Yes, and, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I know what you're and, talking about. And all yeah. this other stuff. And I gotta tell you, aside from the delivery being absolutely terrible and vomit-inducing and just <laughs> sickening. To the nth degree, and I mean, oh my god! Um, you see why? I, see why I skipped over it? <laughs> yes, but it, it's it's so it's so bad. I have to I have to I have to give it. It's it's just deserves a weekly shit. Uh, it's just absolutely atrocious, you know. And I I've never been a fan of bringing someone's real life issues. Yep. Into a storyline, mm-hmm. and when you're talking, especially since since uh, her dad died from addiction issues, yeah, I just think that it is it's cheap to use it in in this context. It mm-hmm. it just it, it really is. It does nothing to to advance. Lacey's character, it does nothing to make me feel sympathy for her. Right. It just it just makes me want to turn the show off. And I and quite frankly, I thought it was classless. I, I really did. Um I was not and, I was and, not, and, and she was like crying during the promo too. 
like instantly. Like yep. she went, she went from dry eye to 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 crying uncontrollably in, in the space of six seconds. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then our next match, we had. This is an interesting pairing. I mean. Braun Strowman and Elias defeating Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, I just, I don't care at this point. Right. Then that brings us to our main event. John Morrison defeating Kofi Kingston in 10 minutes and 32 seconds. I was shocked by that. I really was. Why you were shocked that John Morrison won? Yeah, I I was. He he just made his return. They're not going to make him lose right away. Yeah, but against Kofi Kingston, uh, I I I don't I don't like it. And and the fact that they made such a big deal out of out of Morrison and the Miz taking up two Royal Rumble spots. Do you really think that the that the Miz or John Morrison has a snowball's chance in hell? Of winning the Royal Rumble, the answer is, is no. no. <laughs> you know they're just—it's—it's it's absurd. Yep. Stop. All right, no. but that, that brings us to the end of our SmackDown review. Ben, what do you say we get into our? Thank, uh... thank God, cue the cue the mariachi band. What do you say we get into our review? Our. Uh... Of, uh, tonight's Worlds Collide show. Absolutely. Let's let's move on to something entertaining and bearable. All right. So Worlds, Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide is comes to us tonight from Houston, Texas, at the Toyota Center, and it features NXT versus NXT UK. And here we go. We're gonna work from bottom to top. Right. right. The kickoff show. I'm not sure why this would be on a kickoff show, but we have Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK Women's Champion. I hate pre-shows. Good God. So I hate the, it is so stupid. I, I hate the very concept of pre-shows but, and the fact that this but, match of yeah, all... Yeah, I hate that this match of all matches is going to be on the pre-show. I... Good God, it that and that is just disgusting. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mia Yim on this one. I'm gonna go with um with Mia Yim. Yes, okay. I agree. All right. Then in our next match, okay, uh, we have DIY versus Mustache Mountain. What what's wrong with Mustache Mountain? I actually agree. I actually like no, them. I, uh, that's a tough one. Though. Even though oh. I already have my pick, but I'm yeah. gonna go with DIY. I know because I like both teams. Uh, but I'm gonna uh, have to go with DIY. I yeah. I, I would um. I would. I would definitely pick DIY for sure. Now okay. Um. So I. Uh, because I, I was saying uh, I didn't know that 205 was still around because I thought the Cruiserweight Championship was strictly 205, but now they moved it over to NXT, so mm-hmm. I, I, I thought they got rid of 205. No, well, I 
I don't know what the status is for 205 Live, but they, they moved over the uh, NXT Championship a, n- a number of months ago. Right, and that's that's why I, th- I thought like uh, that uh, there was a reason some, that right. uh, they did that. Okay, so we have Angel Garza, who's a champion going in, versus Isaiah Scott versus Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks. Ooh, hmm. I would, I would honestly, I would like to see Jordan Devlin take it. Right. Um, but I, I think there's gonna be a. Uh, I think there's going to be a, a retaining. Uh, okay, you know I, what? I, I'm actually going to go with Jordan Devlin. So that's going to be my pick. Um, yeah, that's who, I, that's who I want to win for sure. Yeah, but no, who are you picking to win, though? Um, I know that's who you want to win, but who are you picking to win? <laughs> Oh um, no uh, no I I said I'm picking Angel Garza to retain. Oh okay all right okay. So Angel Garza did your pick I'm picking Jordan Devlin. Okay next we have Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh I'm gonna go with Dragunov. I love Dragunov. Yeah I actually really like um really like Dragunov. When um when I saw his match with Cesaro I was like oh my god. Yep. Uh, so um. <clears throat> Next, for the NXT Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defending against Tony Storm. I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley for sure, especially especially since she just won it. So yeah, for sure. And now we have Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. I'm going with Imperium to defeat the Undisputed Era. Because they're going to they're definitely going to be out for revenge after what happened at the end of Blackpool when the Undisputed Era took Imperium out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, w- I would have to agree with you on that when I'm taking Imperium. So that is Worlds Collide tonight at 7 p.m. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. And that brings us to tomorrow night's event we have the annual wwe royal rumble the first pay-per-view of the new year well which can't really be the case because world's collide is the first actual well no before that we had blackpool take over blackpool too so that technically that would be the first pay-per-view of the new year yeah and you know what as, as i mentioned beforehand yeah. I I have to tell you I am I am so underwhelmed by by the Royal Rumble card here. Let me uh, let me pull it out. Not not that I'm exceedingly excited about it, but you know, let me just. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. I have got it pulled up as well here. My God. Well, well, here, here, here. So here here we go. So our, oh my God. So moving from bottom to top. Uh, we have. Yeah, hold on. I don't see no uh, pre-show matches. Oh God, I hope it's not a whole bunch of talking. Well, uh, well, it doesn't really bother me because guess what? I don't watch pre-shows. So right. <laughs> Happy trails if you do. I feel bad for you, you poor <laughs> bastards. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Th- 
We have Seamus versus Chad Gable. I refuse to call him Shorty G. It's oh, hold disgusting. On. Are you going top to bottom? Isn't the first because the first one I have. I have Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, I well the, the one that was on the very bottom for me uh, was Seamus versus Shorty G, and then Andrade versus I Carrillo. I call him Shorty G. Well, you, you, you know, you, you, you're tricky, you, you son of a bitch. I didn't trick nothing. I was just saying. But, yeah, I'm going yeah. with Seamus. Seamus is going to beat Chad Gable. Uh, oh, well, he's he's going to destroy the poor bastard. Oh, yes, boy. absolutely. Yep. Um, Andrade versus Carrillo up next. I, obviously, Andrade. Of course. Um... Let's see. And then we have Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Roman Reigns. Yeah, well, no shit. Definitely. This is not that hard to predict, in my opinion. Um, let's see. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Uh, I'm going to go with Bailey. I don't think Lacey Evans is ready. No, no. I, uh, quite frankly, I think Lacey Evans is terrible in the ring. I think from a character perspective, she's decent, even though I hate the character. But then we have the Raw Women's Championship. Yep. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Uh, Becky Lynch for sure. I I would agree. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Universal Championship: Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Oh boy! Uh, you know, it's, I don't believe this. I mean, I saw this earlier today, but I don't think we're gonna. Do you think we're gonna see the boogeyman? Why? What? Where did you hear that? Uh, apparently, I was I've seen online. Apparently, uh, they said like the boogeyman's teasing an appearance at the Rumble. Well, who gives a shit? I mean, no, like, no, like, no, it's showing up in the match uh, in the Fiends match. Oh my! If that's the case, I will have lost every shred of respect I have left for WWE. I mean, that's oh. what that, that's what they were teasing. They, they were teasing it. Uh, they he even had put out a tweet saying that somebody coming to get you. Yes. Well. Well. What what he what he needs to come and get is is some catering so he can sit his ass down and shut the fuck up. Cause that's not gonna. <laughs> so um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know a strap match. Uh, I just can't see Daniel Bryan. I'm gonna have to go Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, we have the women's rumble match. Who are you taking? I got Sheena Baszler. I got um, I got uh. I got Sasha Banks. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Then we have the men's rumble. I got Drew McIntyre for that one. Yeah, so do I. Wow, you got Sasha Banks. Okay. The only... The, the, yeah, I, I think it's just time for her to... Take on a bigger role, and I, you know. No, I mean that's cool. Like that's that's cool. Like okay, you got such banks. I got Sheena Baszler. All right. Yeah, I so, yeah, that's my thing. So um, 
And then, uh, so that's it for the, uh, for the Royal Rumble review. And hopefully, hopefully the show comes off better than I'm, I'm anticipating it too. Wow. And on Wikipedia, it only lists nine women in the Rumble. Nine of the 30 entrants have been announced as of January 25th. Yes, well, on on the site I'm looking at, which is CBS Sports, it says that only eight women have been confirmed. Oh, my God. What is going on here? And and, uh, 27 of the 30 entrants have been announced for the Men's Royal Rumble. So we're we're not even going to get very many surprises. We're like we're going to probably get three, which one of them I heard is could possibly be Hornswoggle because they said he's in Houston. Oh fuck me! I know. Jesus. Uh, And I believe I heard Santino Marella as well. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. I know. Someone does someone have like sleeping pills? You know, I mean, good God in heaven, just make it stop, please. Oh my goodness, what what are they doing? I I don't know. All right, you know what? We're gonna take a bit of a commercial break, and then we're gonna be back with distant history because we need something. Yes, I I need I need Mountain Dew urgently. <laughs> All right, we will be back shortly. Say we fire up the DeLorean. Uh, my my favorite daily trip back in time. All right, so we are going back to Sunday, January twenty fifth, two thousand four, for the Royal Rumble. Seeing as how this is Royal Rumble season, and on this card we had a total of six matches, and we start with a tables match. For the WWE World Tag Team Championships, Evolution defeating the Dudley Boys in their specialty match because the Dudley Boys are known for their tables. Yeah, uh, you know, and um, <clears throat> I, uh, well, I mean, obviously, we 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 have Evolution uh, taking on. Uh, I think when you have evolution in any match, quite frankly, uh, they're they're the odds-on favorite to win. So even though it was even though it was yeah. the Dudley Boys match, I'm really not surprised that. And uh, to be clear, the it, the two members of Evolution were Ric Flair and Batista. So they were the two of the the two members of the four. Right. Four. right. Yeah. Right. Then for the for the cruiserweight championship, we had Rey Mysterio defeating Jamie Noble. Yeah, I I, I remember his storyline with Nydia, and I mentioned Nydia because she was at, she was at a ringside, and like even even me and my um, 
you know, because in in two thousand four, I was I was sixteen. So even with my hormones raging, I I found Jamie Nobles and Nidia's makeout sessions absolutely disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) In the third match of the evening, we had Eddie Guerrero defeating Chavo Guerrero Jr. And, uh, of course, um, Chavo was accompanied by his father, uh, Chavo Chavo Guerrero Sr., a.k.a. Chavo Classic. He took the words right out of my mouth. Um, you know, and every week that I am forced to watch WWE television, I am also, I miss Eddie Rowe. Yes. And, um, then we have the WWE title match, Brock Lesnar defeating Hardcore Holly. Interesting. Uh, do you even do you even remember this match? Um, <clears throat> no. No, neither do I. I like uh, it, interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how hardcore Holly got a title match against Brock Lesnar. All right, and uh, the last and uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship, it was. Shawn Michaels versus Triple H in the last and last man standing match, excuse me. And this one ended without a winner because it resulted in a double count out. Now I'm curious, why would a last man standing match end in a yeah, double count Well, that was a that was a lack of remember remember now I'm gonna use the L word logic. But this was two thousand four. No, but unless this is when they started, uh, unless this is when they started um, phasing out the logics. Uh, well, apparently, because somebody forgot that double countouts don't exist in last man standing matches. Uh, I know, it's all stupid. Okay, and then we have the Royal Rumble. Oh, the one, the person that won this Royal Rumble. Uh huh. And that, uh, yeah, well, that's not gonna get a mention from us. Right, that's why I said the person that <laughs> won the Royal Rumble defeated A Train, Big Show, uh, Billy Gunn was in this, Booker T, uh, Bradshaw and Farouk, the APA were in this. Oh no, sorry, only Bradshaw was in this. Charlie Haas, Jericho, Christian, Ernest the Cat Miller was in this one. We had Goldberg. Ernest the Caterpillar. The Hurricane. John Cena. Kane. Kurt Angle. Mark Henry. Matt Hardy. Matt Morgan. Wow, Matt Morgan. Okay. Complete with his his stuttering gimmick. Yeah, that was weird. Um, God, it was was terrible. Oh, good lord. Enzio, Randy Orton, Rene Dupree, Rhino, Rico, Rikishi, RVD, Scott Steiner, Sean Benjamin, Spike Dudley, and Tajiri. (laughs) I'd be very interested to see where Spike Dudley got eliminated because, oh my god, even I could throw him into the fourth row of the... And this Romo match went an hour and one minute. Sorry, one hour, one minute, and one second. <laughs> well, that's oddly specific. 
Uh, that's what it says here. I'm just reporting the facts, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're, you're adorable with your specificity. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, okay, so that was our trip to back to history to <clears throat> Sunday, January 25th, 2004 for Royal Rumble. And I feel like I just got done running a marathon. What is the what is the official length of this podcast so far? It is an hour. We have gone an hour and twenty four minutes, sir. Good lord. Well, you know, and I actually go on. I was just gonna say, you know, I actually like that we were able to go over. You know, five events in that amount of time. I think that that is very. Um, I think that that's very good because I. I gotta tell you, I I watch some other uh, or I listen to some of the other podcasts now. Now, granted, the, the the participants in these podcasts are much more famous uh, and well established than we are, but but even. Even with that being said, it's like it's hard for me to pay attention to a, like a three-hour podcast. Oh, I know. Like um, the one podcast I listen to, uh, these guys I uh, hear, um, they like more spe- more specifically their Christmas shows. They go like five hours, a five-hour broadcast. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I know, I know. Like they have a whole bunch of guests on the podcast. I just don't know how they do it though. Five hours. Good Lord! I mean, can can you imagine the amount of caffeine that they must consume? Oh, good grief! Uh, well, All right. Well, we, that being um, said, what do you say we bring this we, one to a close? Absolutely. Um, so, uh, do try to enjoy the uh, festivities this weekend. I, as, yeah. I, as I said before, ladies and gentlemen, I am not uh, overly optimistic about the Royal Rumble, but I am very much looking forward to uh, when Worlds Clyde and then uh, shortly thereafter, I'm not sure the exact date, but within a few weeks we have NXT TakeOver Portland. So, I... Uh, I, I have a question for you. Right. Uh, is it, usually, uh, NXT TakeOvers are before uh, uh, another WWE pay-per-view. Is there a WWE pay-per-view on, around that time, or is it just a TakeOver? No, it's, it's just a TakeOver. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. I guess because they wanted to do Worlds Collide again, so they're just switching things up. All right. So wait, wait a minute. Did they do when? Did they do World Sky before? They've done that before. This, this is the second one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I must have missed the first one then. I thought I thought this was the first one, but anyway. All right. So um, that being said, uh, fans enjoy World Sky. Try to enjoy the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. I know we will try, and uh, we will be back next week to give our uh, results and review of the Rumble as well as all the weekly shows. Ben, you want to take us out for the week? 
Yes, and uh, God bless all of you for uh, paying attention. I know uh, now nowadays we have a lot of uh, wrestling overload situations. Uh, I know from for me personally. Now, granted, please don't like I like I always say, please don't take this as an issue. Um, but I have to be very um, choosy as to which wrestling programs I watch because sometimes. Uh, in preparation for this podcast, it's like I'm watching something wrestling-related every day because on Wednesdays, I can't watch all four hours in one shot, you know, and, and then if we have any other specials, it's like, oh, my God. So yep. uh, thank, you, thank you for being patient with us. And, um, you know, I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be, we'll be back uh, next week.